friends, welcome to another episode of A Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to say, it's the show that helps you grow. My name is Jason Wheeland. I'm one of the pastors on the spiritual growth team here at Saddleback. And friends, we are in for a very special time today. If you normally listen to the podcast of uh, um, version of Doable, I encourage you to check out maybe the YouTube version of it today because Friends, we are coming to you from outside at our beautiful Central Park location here at Saddleback Church Lake Forest, and it's in 360, so you can like look all around you. You can see it can feel like like it's it's from the stage, so you can see all the chairs. Imagine it filled with people. It's a really cool experience. And today, we're going to be interviewing members of our worship team here at Saddleback Church. We have Socrates Perez, Timri Abajian, Josh Miller. Michael Kopulis are going to be here with us to talk about worship, to talk about creativity, talk about what it means to praise God, to use our gifts for God. So I hope that you enjoy this. Because we're outside, this is an active location. So you may hear things, you may see people walking by and working. It's an, it's an active use location. So we're just going to enjoy it. We're going to have a fun conversation. I hope that you enjoy us. These chairs that you see around you right now are about to be filled by our worship team in uh, three, two, one, now. Hey guys, so as you can see, all of the chairs are now filled. This is amazing. Thank you guys for being here. Really appreciate it. Especially, guys, last night we had an awesome night of worship here on this exact venue. So if you're watching right now and you're, and you're seeing the stage, this is where everything was going on and all those seats were filled. So thank you guys for taking the time to come back today yeah. <laughs> to talk with us. I'm really looking forward to this conversation on worship. I want to get, I, I just want to dive right into it. Josh, Yeah. so we just released this album, Alive and Well, um, which again, if you're going in the show notes in the description, there's all the links there. Make sure to check it out. Make sure to buy it. Make sure to find it on Spotify, whatever you need to do. Um, so, so coming off the back of this album, just if you could give the listeners out and it's just a little bit about what the album is about. Is there a theme that's a, that was kind of written into it? Just give yeah. a overall view of what we're talking about yeah so when when we went into lockdown uh at the beginning of covid john cassetto our worship pastor kind of just charged the team to write and um timry has said it before but just this idea of we created we created during a time when uh there was a lot of uncertainty and fear and worry and we didn't really go into it with a lot of like we didn't go in with like a clipboard and sit and say like we're gonna write about this or we're gonna you know we're gonna write about these topics we just i think became available i think that's the word that always comes to mm -hmm. mind with this project is we were available to whatever the holy spirit wanted to say mm -hmm. and do and i think when I think about this album, as it started to manifest, as it started to take shape, there were three themes that kind of run parallel through the whole album. The first theme is this notion of light hmm. in the midst of darkness. And that light, this promise that dawn is always promised to us. Hmm. Like, no matter how long the night is, dawn is always going to come. Yeah. And that was kind of COVID, right? Like this, this, it's felt like an extended night and we're kind of still in that. But the light of Jesus is always coming. The second theme um, was this notion of the wanderer 
finding his or herself home Hmm. Um, and not a home in a building um, but home in Christ and we had a home in Christ even when we were in our physical homes alone (laughs) and um, so that was the second theme and the third theme is um, this idea that God um, is alive and he's not just the God of the Old Testament or or the New Testament, he's the God of today. He's the God of tomorrow. And not only is God alive, but we're alive. Yeah. There's this, this notion of life in Christ and, and Christ is alive. And in a season of such loss and, and death, that, that theme in particular was very important yeah. um, to cling yeah. to. Yeah. And I would say those are the three. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I love because over the last year and a half, all through this COVID season, like we've had like tons of, of messages uh, like yeah. to help people and what you know and what time people listen to podcasts or watch shows or whatever. But it's a really cool opportunity to bring like our song into yeah. it to allow for that outward expression instead of just intaking, you know, these good news messages which is important yeah. but it's that it gives us that mode to be able to express yes out of that to speak into that ourselves to mm-hmm. speak that truth you know i think that's I, I i love that you guys took the time during this season to do that and and wrote songs you know and, and not just for this time obviously they will you know still work even yeah. even when covid is hopefully a <laughs> distant memory yeah but it's just especially for right now to give people that you know the, those words that maybe they didn't think of before or didn't know how to express yeah i think that's really cool so yeah i'm really glad that you guys did that i want to dive into the creative process a little bit because people may not realize it but everybody is made with some form of creativity mm-hmm. and for some people it's oftentimes you know they think oh like that's for the artists or it's for a creative type people mm-hmm. that kind of has become a saying you know and but it's what i want to help people realize and really kind of grasp is that everybody has forms yeah. of creativity yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so timory I, I just wanted to ask you specifically um what is something that we can say to people who may not feel like they are creative? They may, and, you know, may say, I don't have a creative bone in me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is, is there some sort of like encouragement or word that you could give to people just about their innate creativity? Yeah, well, I just, I love that, you know, the nature of our, our God and our connection with God. He is our creator and we carry, we carry some of the nature of our creator and he's he has designed all of us to also create um remain in his image and his likeness and we carry like i said his nature and um and so we're 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 being we're being what we've been created to be when we are creating and um like josh said you know like one of the one of the things I love most about this album is what a statement of creativity it is. Um, I mean, just 
you know, coming out of the one of the most challenging years in ministry, one of the most challenging years just in life, um, in the world that we've experienced in our lifetime. Um, it's just this statement of like we created. And I think creativity is something that is squeezed out of us when we're under pressure. Um, when our, we're under challenging times and restrictive times, think creativity is that thing that gets squeezed out of us. Yeah. And whether you identify yourself as an artistic person or not, um, you know, it's it's creativity that can get can get squeezed out of us in those times. It's not always creativity. There's a lot of other things that can happen <laughs> when you're yeah. under pressure and when you're under challenge. But um, man, I just think about I mean, you know, like this this whole last year. I think about like how under the pressure of just a, of restrictions and and just having to adapt to an unusual year last year. I had to get really creative on how to lead my ministry. I mean, I have like you know so many volunteers it's like it's not it doesn't just have to do with being artistic or songwriting or like even this project that we're talking about it's like yeah i think i think the lord has that has knit that within us to be creative and how to get creative to figure out how to lead my volunteers and lead my ministry and i know all these guys too like we just you know it's when you're under pressure, that's what comes out is creativity. And, um, yeah, I just, I think whether you, whether you identify yourself as an artistic person or not, the the opportunity is always there to be creative, to tap into, um, that, that thing that God put in us to create. Well, I love what you were saying about how, God is a creative God, and you can just see that by looking around. Even just right now, like if you look around in the yeah. camera, you can see how God is a creative God, and we were made in His image. Yeah. yeah. So we were made to be creative, yeah. like He is. And, um, Sock, I'd love for you to talk yeah. about this. Just how how is creativity and worship linked? Yeah, creativity and worship. Um, I, I just. I love, I mean, kind of coming off of what Temri was saying too, just how I'm such a believer in that, like that that we're made in the image of God and made to be creative. And so, and I think about different expressions of creativity um, that also kind of correlates with worship for me too, because there's like different expressions of worship. And so I think when people hear, like see creative people and deem them creative, (laughs) um, they think that they don't have that because it's not in the same exact form or expression necessarily so like people who might think like yeah i'm not really like gifted to play an instrument or to sing or whatever like that's not that's not the only versions of creativity there are Mm -hmm. out there it's not it's not always um what kind of our culture deems as like an artistic expression but there's there's ways to be creative with how you create a, a space for people to um to have community you know i feel mm-hmm. like some of the most creative people i know are people who are great at opening their homes yeah. um to to have people over and just create community around the table or That's just cool. like the hospitality yeah. and 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 the way that they bring that and so for me like i think that translates into worship as well like we there's not we get so it can be easy to pigeonhole based on what we're looking at every weekend and calling worship sure. on a weekend um it is worship 
but there's there's more there are way more ways that we can worship the Lord with our lives and yeah. with um, what He's put in our hands and um, beyond music and beyond songs. And so I just um, yeah I just I, I love whenever I get an opportunity to talk with someone and just encourage them that a life of worship can look so, so far beyond um, the abilities that God's placed in others that might be different from your own. Yeah. Um, and it can be just the way that you, the way that you serve in your workplace, the way that, um, that you use the gifts that God's given you um, in other fields. So yeah, yeah I, I think there's a lot of correlation in that between creativity and and worship and how it doesn't just look one way. So yeah. true. When you're yeah. being who God made you to be, doing in, in, enacting the gifts that He gave you, yeah. that is worship in and of itself. Yeah. You know, um, I, I love that. I wanted to speak or ask specifically about this album. I know um, a lot of creativity is really an expression of, of your soul. Like mm -hmm. it starts coming out. Mm -hmm. What is inside? Exactly what you were saying, Tim. Starts to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to just ask about this album in particular, and I'm going to ask each of you to kind of respond to this. Um, how is the work that you did? I'll, I'll start with you, Mike. How, how is the work that you did on this album? How does it show what was going on inside? How was how was it an expression of your soul? And what was your experience with God like through the whole creative process of it? That's a deep. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I can kind of share what, what I shared the other day a little bit with the staff is just, you know, I, I think when we're all stuck at home, um, you know, everybody's trying to figure out like what every day looks like with your family, your work situation. For me, it was kind of like, all right, everything that I'm accustomed to pouring out musically yeah. and just like songwriting, I don't have the ability to do that anymore. Mm. Like we're all on Zoom yes. and, you know, at home. So we're not playing together. We're not singing together physically in person. We've done that for, I mean, for me, decades. Yeah. Like, And so like. I think it was kind of like this learning and like kind of coming back to um, like what does every day look like to create and it it kind of became like like I need to go like just go make music I need to go just spend time creating and not necessarily for the sake of anything and so I think there was there was kind of this period of time for me personally that was just kind of this like getting back to like my love for making music and, you know, uh, pouring out my craft is, you know, like what we were talking about is, uh, my form of worship mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't often sing on a microphone, um, heavily involved in the writing process, but, you know, uh, I think some of the, the, the closest times, I think everybody's experience of, of worshiping God looks a little bit different. It might be getting away onto a mountaintop it might be sitting behind a guitar. It might be, you know, reading your Bible. It might be having communion with people um, in like different different places that that we find. Like we, I think, I think I'm drawing from something that maybe you had told me at one point, Tim Reed. Just like, like 
our experience and closeness to God looks differently. And it might be sitting and listening to worship songs and it might be actually singing worship songs. And so I think for me, it was kind of like remembering this closeness of just like pouring up my craft, not for the sake of like having to make a weekend happen, not having to make a night of worship happen. And um, so I think a lot of the initial creativity started there of just like refalling in love with what God gave me, you know, because <laughs> I've spent so many years like playing music and 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 worshiping and putting together our weekend services to just get back to like the love of my craft that God gave me. It was like, I think the greatest gift that quarantine gave me <laughs> yeah. was just this like, like going back to the core you know even even family just like yeah. pouring back into my children pouring back into my marriage and like figuring what it what it is um that is but i think that's kind of where the initial creativity came to the yeah. record and then the the practical of just writing um mm-hmm. i think that that became you know reigniting of just we we fell back in love with writing yeah you know yeah because cool. it, it started with not writing for a record yeah, start, yeah, it yeah. started with just writing, just writing, pouring out because we felt like we needed to. We needed to express these words yeah. and these songs of just what God was, you know, teaching us in this time. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Josh can speak. Yeah. In, cor- yeah. in quarantine, I was actually more afraid of the day when we wouldn't have the margin. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like there was an open channel to to the Lord hmm. when we were in quarantine because mm-hmm. um, our, our jobs shifted yeah. a little bit and so I was actually more concerned about and this is my own fault no one else's fault of how I allow myself to be numb to Holy Spirit when I'm in my everyday life mm-hmm. got 20 meetings in a day and you, and you cut off that channel and the Lord is always speaking. Are mm-hmm. we listening? Is the yeah. biggest is the biggest thing. And I think of Samuel. Yeah. When he's asleep in his bed, and he says he's calling his name, and Samuel begins to learn the voice of the Lord. I felt like I relearned the voice yeah. of the Lord yeah. in quarantine, yeah. and I was actually more concerned about when we would go back that I would lose that connection. Sure. And I felt like I felt like the Lord would felt like the Lord was teaching me how to how to posture myself every day um, to right. be open to that and so many songs will never be heard mm-hmm. and I'm like really okay with that yeah mm-hmm. you know it's it's a form of intimacy with the Lord um, and some some people I mean people will hear some of those offerings. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them, people won't. But it was just, it was less of, for me, I can only speak for myself, it was less about creating and writing and just intimacy. Yes. And um, I think that looks different for everyone and how, how they are, how they, you know, lean into intimacy with the Lord. But I think that was the, the biggest thing for me. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, I, th- I think when when I think about our times over the years writing together, mm-hmm. there's um, we've had different seasons with like 
I feel like different purposes for sitting down to write. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and in this season, we had a lot more of those kind of writing times where we just kind of we would know like we want these people to get together and 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 write, um, and we think maybe they would resonate with something together. But those times would start out of a um, what's God doing in your life right now? What's he speaking to you right now? Mm-hmm. And um, versus a, here's a prompt and like, let's write about mm-hmm. it. And um, and in those moments, it really, in your own heart, it becomes apparent like how connected am I feeling with the Lord right now? Or how, what's, yeah. how's my intimacy with God? Yeah. Um, and so when you talk about like things um, coming out, uh, I think about like, what comes out is a reflection sometimes of your your walk with the Lord and um, and what He's doing in, in your life. And so those are beautiful moments to just share, almost like you're sharing in a small group. Like yeah, this is what God's doing in my life right now. And like, oh, that reminds me of something He's doing in my life. And like, mm-hmm. let's let how do we express that together? And just coming up with that expression yeah. has been really awesome to do. So it was nice to it was nice to be in that environment where it's not like we're writing this for a record right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to see what, what comes out out of that intimacy with God. And I, I almost, I don't know, like Josh, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here to <laughs> yeah. maybe share something, yeah. but like to me last night during the night of worship, we were sharing about your, um, you know, just what was going, what was going on during COVID, but what came out was you going back to the word, mm-hmm. um, and, and a word that you were familiar with and reminding yourself of who God is. Mm-hmm. And out of that like pressure the world put on you in that moment, your expression was was worship. So I don't know if yeah. you want to share anything yeah. about well, that I story. Think, it was so I think what's compelling. important for me to clarify is that no one no I am the only one responsible for my intimacy with Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when I said in COVID that I was worried about when we got back to normal yeah. whatever that means that I would become numb it's still my responsibility to keep that channel open yeah no matter how busy it gets and I think that's the thing that grieves me with cre- creators is mm. we're, we need to take ownership for our intimacy with the Lord mm-hmm. that's my responsibility that's deleting things off the calendar that are getting in the way with yeah. time with the Lord mm-hmm. so that's the first thing and then kind of what you were saying, Socrates, was um, I think for me, um, when my heart be- begins to be hard and I don't, and my heart isn't soft towards the Lord, um, I have to go to scripture where the truth is. Um, and I felt like during COVID, uh, my heart would get hard really easily <laughs> with things in in our world and um, just the sickness. It was this weird parallel journey of great intimacy with the Lord, but also next thing you know, I have the news on and I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like this extreme <laughs> parallel tracks going on. Yeah. And I just felt like, and I've shared this, I think it came up in a meeting where I just, over COVID I really was stuck in revelation a lot mm-hmm. just grasping the holiness of God mm-hmm. and just knowing I think it's 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 easier to get a glimpse of the wonder and greatness of God um, when you remind yourself when you remind yourself of what is true 
I know he's holy. I know he's, I know he's worthy of the honor and the glory. I know these things to be true because his word says it to be true. And so I'll sing it and I'll read it and I'll believe it um, time and time again. And, and I think once we stop being rooted in that, that's when it starts to get a little messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that Sock brought up just, uh, you know, writing in years past, because I think I think it's a good for us to acknowledge that while last year was the thing that you know, I just, I, I keep thinking about how Pastor Rick talks about, like, when you're squeezed, what comes out? Yeah. And yeah. last year was, I think, the thing that squeezed us. And it was like, okay, what's going to come out? And obviously, like, our worship pastor saying, now's the time to write yeah. the songs. Yeah. But I think it's good for us to acknowledge that, um, you know, Jason, you're asking about um, just, like, how our our souls, like, our personal... Yeah journeys are connected to like what songs were written and stuff. Um, this wasn't just lockdown happened. Okay. We got to get intimate with God. We got to bring all the right people to the table. Um, we have to write the songs now. It's actually been like, this is the fruit of years of what the Lord has done in each of our individual journeys. Um, our relationships with God, but also what he's done on our team. I mean, the, the people that he's brought from all different states to now be on our staff team um, who contributed to this project, who are writers, the friendships that we've made with different um, just ministry friends across the country that were also contributors to this project. Um, And even just the practice of writing, the practice of, you know, like we've been flexing that muscle. We've been, we've been stewarding this gift of, and really the call that we have felt to write for our church, yeah. to write songs for our church for years now. Yeah. And even and, the co-writing, like that part yeah. was not second nature in the beginning. Like right. that took years of right. getting Building used relationship to and, relationship and yielding and when to really speak up for your idea yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I think that's um, just a really good thing to acknowledge that this yeah, is, this is not, this is a, this is this offering this album is the fruit of years of us walking with the lord and years of us and seasons and um you know our personal our personal discipleship journeys and our personal um our personal disciplines with songwriting and just following the lord and um i think you hear that in these songs it's not just pandemic happened and it was a really hard year and here's this thing it's it it is a deep well of years of our walks with the lord and um specifically the call that he's put on our life to bring the songs um forth like for this house for saddleback church yeah Yeah. um that's good i love that that's really encouraging when you have a song in in mind that it's kind of started to percolate you know you start getting the ideas what does your prayer life and in, in, in your Bible engagement life look like kind of at that time? I'll, I'll start with you, Tim, since you're... Yeah, I kind of feel like it's flip-flops for me. <laughs> sure. Um, I think my song ideas typically come out of the prayer life, yeah. the, the, the daily connection with the Lord, um, what he's teaching me. And so, um, you know, I'll just naturally, I'll just be 
going about my day and it's a melody idea. It's a, it's an idea that's come out of, again, just on the overflow of what's going on in my, in my relationship with God, what, what the Lord is teaching me. And, um, and you know, I'll make a voice memo, possibly share it around or just further develop it myself before I share it or whatever. But typically I feel like it's, it's flipped. Sure. Yeah. I kind of feel like songwriting is a lot like, like journaling, like you're, Mm -hmm. you're just expressing the things that are happening within you and what's Mm -hmm. happening around you and like writing it down, like marking it or just like whatever's inspiring you or whatever you're struggling with. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of a lot of COVID for me, like I think the word kind of kept coming to mind was surrender. It's just like we're not in control, mm-hmm. and God was never not in control. <laughs> you know, like everything was so chaotic around us, but God was not in control. God was in control the whole time, even yeah. though we feel like things are like what's going to happen and the word for me just kind of came back to surrender like you know god is alive and well yes he's not he wasn't missing the last (laughs) 18 months you know he was in control yeah he was you know guiding us and so i think i think just writing those down daily it's like it's coming out of our heart our hearts and Mm -hmm. um and yeah. Oftentimes it comes out in the song in, in the form of a song. Yeah. Or in the form of uh, creating that. That's that's great. I think of I think of my I, I literally as we're just sitting here, I'm just reminded, <laughs> even just like I know personally in my times of prayer, I'll feel compelled to pray for certain things mm-hmm. or even just like declare certain things about yeah. God over a situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like not only do you know, song ideas come out of what I'm personally walking through. But I actually, there have been like times of prayer that it's not necessarily what I'm walking through, but I, I feel very compelled to like declare something about God. Mm-hmm. And out of that comes a song. Yeah. Um, and so like oftentimes like prayer and song ideas, um, do you connect for yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. On our, on our team, we often kind of say the work is in the work. It's mm-hmm. just this idea that as we're doing the work before us, whether it's writing a song or writing a small group study or a class or working with volunteers, whatever it is, that that the Holy Spirit is at work in us through mm-hmm. the work that we are doing mm-hmm. um, and yeah. presenting. So I'm just curious, Sock, I'll start with you. Like in this, in this, in in this time with the album release, especially. How was the work in the work for you? Yeah. Um, man, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm a processor, so yeah. I'm like a couple <laughs> seconds to think through it. But yeah, I, I think that a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of like for me with during COVID, and even now, now even more so, the conversations that we um, are having with people on our teams that are going through different things and um, and some really challenging things, um, illness, physical things, things yeah. with their families, um, just just 
having times of intimacy with the Lord and in his word and also having times of of writing together and diving into those themes Mm -hmm. like on a deep level with some of my brothers and sisters as we've been writing Mm -hmm. has it I don't know it feels like it helps me I'm I'm trying to like connect it but it's just helped it's helped me in these conversations to um, to draw from a well of whether it's whether it's just I mean most of the time honestly it's just presence and being there for people and like hearing what they're going through and but um, but when those moments come that the Lord just prompts me to encourage them Mm -hmm. or um, or to share kind of a word with them that time spent in in the work of of writing and of getting into God's word and of just like really having conversations with other people on like how does God's word apply in your life in this particular theme um it's helped to inform those pastoral conversations I think yeah um and so yeah I think I think quick first thought that's like the first the first thing that I think of is just how how going like our our personal time with the Lord just really has the power to influence the times that we have sharing um, with other people and, Mm -hmm. and getting into life with them and how the truth of God and the truth of his word applies to their their lives. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. I really resonate with that phrase. The work is in the word. I, I see, I kind of see songwriting and, what we set our hands to do almost like gardening Hmm. like if you look at my my house the garden looks awful because i'm not tending to it (laughs) you know what i mean and so like i i look at it as like my job is to pull the weeds plant the seed water water it tend to it but ultimately God is the one who makes it grow or not. Mm-hmm. And I think about all the songs that are written, like I said before, that just, they're not right. Mm-hmm. They're just not the right song mm-hmm. or they're not the right song for that season. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a gardener, but I'm not making it grow. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my part. I'm putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't put in the work. Yeah. And then we wonder why it doesn't grow. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, shame on us. Yeah. You know, we have to do our part, Mm -hmm. but we also know that we don't make it grow. And I think it's Mm -hmm. two. I think it's both. Yeah. Because sometimes if we do all the work and we see it grow, we think, oh, it's because of us. Well, we did our part, but we didn't make it grow. And I just look at at, at it like that as a gardener. Are we good gardeners? Are we bad gardeners? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard to do it and it's, and it's really difficult and challenging but I think God honors that. Mm-hmm. He honors it when we when we press in when it's hard. Mm-hmm. And we say, God, I don't want to do this today. Yeah. But I'm gonna do my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you do yours? And He always mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I just the, this quote. I think Christine Kane. It's short. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think Christine Kane says it, but he, she says, um, God doesn't call the equipped he equips the called Mm -hmm. and so when you're asking that question that's the first thing that comes to my mind Mm -hmm. because I when I really do believe and I've seen it time and time again when you're called to something when God calls you to something he's going to give you all that you need for that 
Um, and that's the first yeah. thing. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I, I think, I think when we think of like our work, our job, um, and, and this, this is where like, it's just processing even more, just thinking through as Josh was talking, cause it reminded me of, of just, we, a lot of times we equate our work to the, the end product yeah. and how we think the end product yes. should look and have success. Yes. And so when we think like, you know, we get these, like, I think God given vision of just like, oh man, it would be great to have our songs help encourage the local church mm-hmm. and, um, and be on the lips of people as another expression for them to worship God. But then we start thinking like, okay, that's in the form of an album that is as, as successful as all these other albums sure. that I know about and <laughs> um, is getting as many plays as these things. And so you start thinking about, okay, what makes them great? And there's a formula to get there yeah. and all that stuff. And so for us, I, I get, I personally, um, I think there's like some Enneagram three that comes in <laughs> on that for me, where I just kind of like, I think about that. I think about how am I going to be, how's this, how's this going to be perceived? Like how's, you know, what's, what's the, yeah. what are people going to think about sure. this? And, and so I get it twisted and I'm like, that's the work. Mm. And, and um, when in reality, like our work is, is, um, helping lead others to a life of worship to mm. God. Like that's the, the purpose that we we're um, interested as a team yeah. uh, to, at Saddleback is is helping people to lead a life of worship to the Lord and um, and and to do that you have to worship yourself as well. I'm not worship yourself, but you also have to worship yeah. the Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, I think of these things and I think of sound bites. So you know, it's you know perfect. Don't take that one. Exactly. No, but so so in, it. It reminded me, just as Josh, as you were speaking, like those times where we were tending to the garden and we were being faithful to say, like, I think the Lord wants us to write together on Zoom. And I think, um, you know, just feel a prompting to to invite our friend. Um, I was thinking with Be Magnified in particular, to invite our friend Andy to write together. And, and Josh came with an incredible song idea. But I just remember the big thing for me was at the end of that time together, we just, we were just kind of looking at one another on the screens and just saying like, we, we've been with the Lord today. Like we, we, if nothing comes of this song, like we worshiped God together in this space. And I think he's really pleased by that. I think he's really pleased that we've given that offering. And, um, and so if nothing else comes of that, that was the work that God's called us to do yeah. and, and something that he finds pleasure in. Um, and I think it was just really um, astute in that moment of, it might've been Andy that said that of just to, to, to recognize like, guys, like we're in it, like we're in what, in the middle of what God wants yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to not really get distracted by like, what is this going to become? Yeah. And I hope that it compares well to everything else I want to compare it to. That's cool. Mm -hmm. We're going to wrap up, but I want to ask each of you just one last question, round table style here. I'll start with you, Josh, because you're on my left. (laughs) (laughs) What is one thing that you've learned in this last season and how have you grown through it? <laughs> You're welcome for giving you some time. <laughs> well, I, I purposely put Sog later because he's a processor. I am. Yeah. <laughs> You're Johnny on the spot. I'm just yeah. kidding. 
I think the biggest thing that I learned is just have having a proper sense of identity. And I don't know, I don't know if it was COVID or just just growing in my faith and my ministry journey, but I always like to have a label for myself mm. to give me a, some kind of sense of satisfaction. And some seasons I'm like, I'm thrilled if my identity is a pastor. Mm. Sometimes I'm thrilled, ah, oh, this season my identity is a songwriter. This this season I'm a worship leader. I have all these like <laughs> name tags I put on myself. Sure. And I think I think I've just in the past this past season with this album, my identity is I am Josh Miller, son of God. Mm-hmm. And some seasons he ha- he might ass- my assignment might look like this, and then the next season my assignment might look differently. But those things are not my identity. Yeah. And I think that's my answer. That's cool. Thank you. Gosh, Damn like me. can each of us have an hour? <laughs> 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 because I, <laughs> um, I mean the reality if, if i'm if i'm thinking back on this last year it's like there were there were i felt like from day to day i was learning something or like the yeah. lord was speaking to me about something but yeah, yeah. um ultimately i i really think it comes down to um him trying to teach me what matters most and I mean, we all, we all have experienced this in this past year more than I think ever before in our lives, but the amount of different voices and opinions and, um, just stuff flying at us constantly. Um, I, I would say an overwhelming theme was just the Lord saying like, my voice is the voice that matters most. Yeah. And I want you to live above the noise. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to, I want you to listen to my voice and follow my voice more than any other voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's really good. Yeah. I'll stop there. Oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll email you another answer. Thanks. Yeah. A, a nice longer one. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get back to our office and be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> No, it just means why this do you guys so well talk about it again in my mind now? I mean, I resonated with what Josh said, and I'm sure I resonate with what you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, yeah. but I would. That was definitely an overwhelming theme, and continues yeah. to be yeah. actually. Yeah, hmm. that's good. Yeah, I, I think a theme for me that's come up a lot this past year. It's been like a life part of scripture, like a life scripture for me for. A long time but even this year and it's come up a couple of times as I've been talking with some of our teams as we're coming back into gathering as a team now mm-hmm. and um, with our, our choir starting to meet more mm-hmm. our band guys getting um, workshops together and just having more community time just sharing with them like how this has definitely been a season of like serving um, lay, laying down your your 
accustomed like ways of serving and and you're just just like i'm so used to coming at, for for the choir in particular i'm so used to coming and being on stage and singing and praising the lord and i love that and it just really resonates with me but how do i serve my church in a season with my gift in a season where i can't do that in yeah. a season where we can't have so many people on the stage and mm-hmm. sing yeah. and so just like that i think is a continuation in this season of that less of learning that lesson, some uh, being faced with that lesson the last year of just like when I'm not leading people in worship on a stage, yeah. um, and it looks so different. And when when we can't um, sing and play and rehearse in the same environment in the same room and work out an arrangement together, and we're doing crazy types of recording from our own homes yeah. on. Um, recording just my part singing here <laughs> trusting and knowing that like the <laughs> harmonies are going to match up and everything's going to gel like um can i still serve the lord with the same um that same posture of like of offering him what i have of humility of just saying like this is not how i would prefer yeah. to be serving right now but i want to lay down that preference for the sake of of god working through me um and and uh and, and in Philippians too, like it talks about Jesus emptying himself. Yeah. Um, emptying himself. And I've thought about that phrase a whole lot when it comes to like um how do you know in, in when it comes to serving others, a lot of times there takes you have to let go, empty yourself of some of those whether it's preferences or um anything else that you hold on mm-hmm. to um to to be able to serve. So I don't know, that's that's been one of the lessons I think during COVID it's just everything's been so different that yeah. we've had to find different ways to do, um, to do what God's called us to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Now everybody's asking me, you had three people. Oh my gosh. You had three well, people. All I could do is listen to you guys. In my head, I know. Like... <laughs> I think ultimately, um, I kind of keep, I mentioned it earlier, keep coming back to surrender and it's like, Mm. I could talk for like three hours about (laughs) 2020 for me personally, well, 2019 and 2020. Um, But I think for me personally, there's just a lot of great things that the Lord is doing in my life Mm. and that has, you know, manifested itself of just years of being in ministry. This, I think my ninth year here um, at this home, this house, and I just love our church so much. And, you know, in the midst of that, you know, the Lord had created some really unique opportunities and we, we followed the Holy Spirit in it all. Um, But ultimately we, we made some decisions to make some some uh, changes in order for more growth in the giftings that God has given me. And then everything changed. And, um, and so I think just like surrendering the things, like even when things look like they're supposed to look or um, play out, uh, you know, how they're going to be, I think just always listening to the Holy spirit and surrendering it it's not in my control. And so I think like making some shifts in our family in 2020, you know, it really caused me personally to just say, I'm not in control. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, as as, like the father of my children, as husband to my wife, 
as the you know child of God like all I can do is hold on to like my household hold on to Christ every day and surrender it all because you know uh, without going into a long story it's just we had to surrender it and just say we heard from from you God we heard in in our prayers that it was a time for a shift yeah and and it manifested itself differently <laughs> than we ever imagined it but praise God like I I can't believe where it led yeah. Uh, yeah. our family to be but um, I think that's probably probably the biggest thing without going too long <laughs> yeah <laughs> again it just means we may have to ask you back another time Mike <laughs> Guys, I really do appreciate your time. Really do thank you guys for being here. And encourage, again, everybody go and find Alive and Well. Um, who wants to tell the audience all the places where they can find the album? Josh? Yeah, <laughs> anywhere you stream music. So Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, um, Pandora, <laughs> saddlebackworship.com slash Alive and Well. There you go. Endless options. And endless, yeah. endless, endless options. And again, all of those links, at least as many of them as we can, we will put in the show notes. <laughs> so be sure to check yeah. it out. And be sure, like, if you don't have a church home, be sure to check out Saddleback online. And you can see yeah. these guys yeah. leading in worship, uh, you know, every week too. So, yeah. friends, we love you. Thank you guys for your time. Thanks, Thanks again. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>